How's it going, everyone? Sometimes these things take a while to go live. That's just the nature of these things. I've got an incense cone for this one to stop the flies from getting in my face. But uh, it's just one of them things. I think, like, for example, the last podcast I was meant to do with Clara, the Wi-Fi was just malfunctioning. I'd done the tests all day and it just wouldn't work. It's just the nature of sometimes doing a podcast, you've got to sometimes surrender to God's will. It's just a part of um, being human at times. Sometimes things go wrong and uh, you've just got to kind of surrender and uh, allow things to kind of unfold and manifest the way they are. But um, just while people's jumping in on the live, yeah, the, the, um, me and Clara will be doing that podcast very soon in the future. Um I really want to have a conversation with Clara and I want to start getting a few more people on these live streams as well. But for some reason, uh, the universe and God didn't work out. Um, And the last one, we tried our best. My audio microphone wasn't working for some reason. Even though I've done thousands of streams and thousands of podcasts and uh, the technicals have been okay. But just the nature of sometimes you don't know what's going on. Sometimes in the unseen realms, sometimes uh, there's many forces at play. That's for sure. And there's many forces at play in our, all our lives. And that's what's something I wanted to talk about in today's podcast. I want to talk about quite a bit. Also, um, I wanted to briefly touch on um, um, some wins that I've been having. So at the minute, on the um, in the off-grid journey, I've been building a log cabin, which is really exciting. And I'm really um, looking forward to sharing on the vlog in the future. Um, but we've been kind of... Um, me and Laura's been kind of really... Um, putting together some awesome stuff in the, uh, the log cabin that we're building and it's been a, a, a really good learning experience and also being able to use some of the skills that I've learned over the last few years and implement them into the off-grid, into the off-grid cabin which is awesome and I think it's beautiful when you kind of like especially what I've found when you work with woodwork and you kind of use your hands it really is kind of like a beautiful way to kind of um to kind of like really like Bring the kind of the uh, the metaphysical into the physical with your hands, because for such such a long time, like a lot of the plans with of the off grid community, with so with the off grid journey that we're doing, um, you know, in, in my mind, I've been kind of like I've planned this out for months, you know, like a lot. Of, now I'm just starting to see them things manifest, you know. I've been kind of playing them out in my mind for for like months and months and years, you know, like thinking about how I want to put things on the land and how I want to um, figure things out, and now kind of like seeing that manifest very quickly is a really uh, beautiful thing so it's a uh, it's really cool and um you know i think as well when it comes to the just to quickly touch on this i've got so many things that i want to talk about in this one uh, i want to dive into some really deep metaphysical stuff in this one uh, i want to bring forward the, the the metaphysical gravy in this one but um it's interesting um how's it going gary um but um what i was going to say was um in relationship to kind of um to the great awakening and kind of people waking up you know kind of um over this especially over the last few years we've kind of like witnessed like huge kind of like different energies and um many different energies coming to the surface and many different aspects of kind of the darkest aspects of society coming to the surface um many things being exposed um kind of like we've been getting to kind of have a peek behind the veil to some degree and many people were kind of speaking about you know what is the great awakening what will it entail uh, how will it look? And I think, you know, like, I think that great awakening is happening from many different levels. And I think what I've noticed is like, you know, I've noticed a, there's a huge resurgence right now in terms of like 
people homesteading and you know going off grid and things like that so i think there's a i think like to some degree you know the the garden of eden and um home and uh, the great awakening to some degree is kind of like people starting to grow their own food take sovereignty back um fr- from the kind of the larger corporations um local supply chains and people just kind of taking sovereignty back from ma- from many kind of individual uh, levels you know i really do believe that um but anyway something i wanted to speak about today because i've been having some huge metaphysical experiences of, uh, uh, lately and one of the one of the routines um, that me and Laura have lately is that we kind of like we climb up on the top of the van on the evening, and the stars are really nice to see here. So we kind of like make it a, a conscious practice to kind of get on top of the roof, and you know look at the night sky and kind of um, do our practices and speak to the universe, speak to the divine, and speak to God, and just kind of like do our own experiments, kind of like looking at the stars, looking at the moon and the sun, as the sun's starting to to set. And um, you know, speak and call upon the planets, and call upon the stars and the luminaries in interesting ways, and just see what and observe what happens in the night sky, and work on our emotional state and things like that. And a lot of really cool stuff's been happening. And I think it's interesting. I think it's really important to kind of like um, in our lives to kind of um, to question and analyze, kind of like what do we identify with, and. Um, and when I'm talking about identity, I'm not talking about kind of like all these um, these new uh, new um, movements around the world. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something much deeper than that. I'm talking about like how do we see ourselves in the world? Like how do we see kind of the perspective of what we're truly in? Because I really feel like it does something completely differently when you kind of observe reality from this higher mind. You know, when you kind of like understand that this place is more of, a, of more of a divine nature it, do, it really does something to kind of the way that you operate through your consciousness and there's something called the um it's called there's many different names for this but there's something called the fourth at uh, the fourth wall where basically um your perceptional awareness is only in front of you and i think kind of like um a lot of people operate from this way, you know. I think it's very similar to kind of the the group of people in the world now who kind of are, are, are of kind of the are very steeped in the intellectual, are very kind of steeped in the perspective that, that where they kind of maybe to give an example where they only solely say identify with just the body. They know they have that kind of that no true sense of self, um, you know, very rigid where they only think in squares, very linear, and they don't kind of um, understand that everything they're perceiving including that what is coming from them themselves is actually coming from something uh, much more higher and much more divine and how their soul is kind of uh, manifesting and interacting with it at the same time and um and i really do feel that um that god is kind of animating you know and we are the receiver um because you know we are a, an extension of god you know we're, we're made in god's image and I think in our lives, what I've found, like, oh, especially as I've kind of started to develop myself more and more and working on my emotions and kind of diving more into the, the metaphysical gravy, um, you start realizing that that um, from time to time, we can get these kind of uh, little cut out views um, of what that of what that truly is, you know. Um, we kind of like can get these moments where you can kind of tap into the divine. Um and I think that other world, when they're more kind of like tapped into more kind of like the 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 more dominant hemisphere within the mind, you know, they kind of like the they kind of very boxed in, and they can't they can't kind of like on a more kind of metaphysical level, they can't on a on a regular basis, they can't drop into that state and kind of be be in that place, you know. And I think it's because you know their current um, 
their current sort of um level of reality is 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 um is limited because of kind of like con con condensed the divine down into matter and they've con condensed the divine in a kind of linear time and i think to some degree like when when we operate around the world i know we hear these words for example like the simulation but i think to some degree this is like a, a simulation of god you know like what we're in what we're truly in what reality truly is it is a a simulation of god um, and i don't think it's like kind of it's not the simulation that kind of um that that um that all the kind of the the ai nerds speak about you know like they're more looking at kind of like when they speak about us being in a simulation you know they they're looking at from more kind of like a, a synthetic version of god you know like a more mechanistic version of god uh, and i think that's to some degree like i think that's why when we see all these um new um things popping up around the world about simulation theory and about how like all these um AI kind of nerds are wanting to create simulations and they want to create these kind of synthetic worlds, um, metaverse and places like that. They're actually doing that to some degree because they, they, obviously they're trying to run away from that kind of that organic karma and that organic law of attraction that um, that is naturally kind of turning up for us in our lives, you know. And I think if you look at a lot of these worlds as well, which is interesting, if you look at a lot of these artificial and simulations and things like that, you know, they're all about the, the the degradation of the soul. You know, even to some degree, computer games are like that. You know, computer games are all about, and and a lot of a lot of Hollywood films are like this too as well. You know, it's all about kind of like bringing that kind of that 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 heaviness and that that lower nature like to your front door to some degree. It's bringing it t right in front of your senses. And um, and it's like kind of like moving through you in certain ways, you know, and that does stick upon you, you know. And I think that's what these kind of these artificial worlds are to some degrees, you know. It's kind of like taking us even further away from the organic world. And I think you know, like to what what like I said before, when I used the analogy of like how this is like a sim, how this place is more of like a an organic simulation of God, if you want to use that word. I don't really like that word, but I just wanted to use that for context. Um, but I I feel like it's much bigger than that, you know. It's not just kind of like a, a computer matrix bullshit you know like for example i know the film the matrix does kind of like um well the documentary if you want to call it that of the matrix does a does a kind of a, a uh, creates a good essence of kind of like of this of the simulation theory to some degree but it, it still comes from like in my opinion from more of a mechanistic point of view um i feel like you know this world is of something more divine you know it's like a simulation of something much more higher than us and um like i said i don't really like that word simulation but uh, I, I really feel like it's a—it's all of a, a divine creator, you know, and that—and that includes our waking life and our dreaming life. And I feel like when we're in the sleep state or we're in the waking state, we get these kind of bite-sized view. Um, but the more that we kind of work on ourselves, the more we get access to more. And I think that's what's really um, humbling about the journey because I think if you're humble and you're open, you know, you kind of, you get more and more information and more information starts coming in, you know, you start observing yourself completely different. And I think that's why, like I said before, I think it's really important to kind of like have that ethos and hold that understanding that, you know, we that we are in a divine realm and we, we are something um, more important than we've been led to believe because I believe that, you know, in the moments of like, say, for example, when we're in them moments of anger or frustration or lack, um, it kind of, when you're in them places, because we all have them in our daily life, you know, we all have them moments where we kind of like, you know, we drop into them states where we move into these places that are out of balance. You know, that's what we're all here doing. We're all trying to put ourselves back into balance. But from time to time, we all fall out of consciousness and we all kind of like have our bad days and we, we act in a certain way. 
And I think what having that higher understanding of what this place truly is and being connected to that on a daily basis and maintaining that ethos as you're walking through life, when you're having them bad days, having that higher understanding and realizing what this place truly is, you know, it's a divine realm, it allows you to kind of drop back into them state, you know, sorry, allows you to drop back into your center in them moments of anger and frustration. And I think what it's, um, and drop back into your, um, into the center of your heart because I think this is what it's all truly truly all about you know it's all about connecting back to the heart this entire place and it's interesting because the word um, heart is actually an anagram for earth as well which is really interesting and um and I think what you know what what it what it's what it what I've learned over the last few years and what what more and more is teaching me the more I kind of drop back into my heart you start realizing that the physical world is truly kind of you know interacting with your soul you know and it's and you're completely a part of that and there is like a, a kind of like a, a creator that is kind of overseeing that you know and i think to some de- i think some to some degree you know i think it would be too much um for our own soul and i've thought about this a lot um you know if we were kind of like manifesting all this reality ourselves you know i think it takes kind of like it takes kind of when you're humble to that there, there is a god and there is a creator and you, you completely stay humble to that in your normal waking life and you submit to that that's when i find kind of like um yeah the, some of the best things happen to us in our lives you know that's when really like a lot of things when you really surrender and drop into that place of like that there is something much more higher than you it allows things to just turn up for you you know i've like for example like um one of the things that me and laura's been in over the last few months is that we've been kind of like manifesting things really fast you know like a lot of people out there is going to trigger people and gonna be like oh how dare you manifest things so quickly but it's just the nature of it, you know, like we've stumbled, we've had moments in our lives where we haven't been manifesting things quick and we look back and we analyze them moments and we realize because we had, we had emotional blocks around certain things and we worked into certain areas. Like Kerry said in the comments there, surrender is a the key. There is a divine flow just ready to, uh, yeah, definitely, 100% Kerry. And um, yeah, that's what it's about. It's like, it really is like, and it's it's hard. It's it's not easy at all times to kind of to drop into that place and and surrender. But once you do, it does really something beautiful to you, in my opinion. And uh, Carrie says, I find it hard to completely let go and trust sometimes. Yeah, same same with me. You know, I like in my own personal life. Like, we all have different aspects, and we all don't get to see what's going on internally in our internal worlds at all times. And we're all working on certain things, and we're all manifesting and and um, feeling certain aspects. But I, I do find that the more that you do surrender to that divine nature, it, it really does something interesting, you know, it like takes kind of a weight off your soul to some degree. It doesn't take away responsibility, it actually gives you more responsibility that there is someone overseeing you and and you need, and something something that you need to kind of like, something higher than yourself, which I think is really important. I think that's one of the problems in the world right now is that the world that we're living in, the way it operates, is that no one has that higher perspective, you know. no Everyone sees this world as its mechanistic approach and no one has that kind of like that, you know, no one believes that there's anyone looking over them or judging them or anything, you know, but when, once you kind of like, maybe judgment's not the right word, but kind of, they don't have that higher, they're not connected to that, to, to understand that there's something higher than them. And I think, you know, like when you do that, you stop being a naughty boy, you know, and a naughty boy and a girl, and you start act, uh, operating in reality complete different, you know, you start observing when you're out of balance, you know, um, you start paying attention to, to aspects within you that aren't right and um, what you're not doing right. And, you, and you're held accountable. And I think that's really important. You know, we need to be held accountable. And we all need to hold each other accountable. But there is something higher that is holding us all accountable. And the more you tap into it and the more you move into that place, it does kind of like, um, 
it, it does take something off your shoulders. And I find, like I said before, all the best things happen. And one of the things um, to, to slightly touch on as well, um, one of the things that we've kind of like started to realise um, over the last few weeks and months, what me and Laura's been experimenting with. So like I said before, in the night time, we've been experimenting with this kind of, this connection to the divine. And, um, and we've been kind of like climbing up on top of the van. We've been looking out to the night sky. We've been feeling certain emotions. And uh, what, we've no- what we've noticed, which is interesting, is that I've spoke about this many times before, but, you know, I always speak about how the heavens above us, you know, the waters above, are a, um, are a transcendental clock. You know, they're a metaphysical compass, if you want to use that word. You know, like the ancients recalled it, referred it to it as the sky clock. You know, the astrological um, implications of the sky and how they inform and send light and transmute light into our bodies and into the reality in which, we're, which we... Um, which is in front of us and how it informs all different aspects of the birth cycles, the death cycles, and it's 100% doing that. And um, what we found is that as we kind of like move into emotions and we cry into emotions and we um, feel out certain things and we develop certain parts of ourselves and we move through wounds and traumas, we found that in them moments where we've actually been working on emotional aspects within inside of ourselves, the night sky has been illuminating and moving and operating in different ways. You know, the moon and the stars have been interacting with our own souls individually very, um, very differently. And, you know, I think we all have our own individual canvas, you know, like when we look up at the night sky in the nighttime, we all have our own individual firmament, you know. We've all, like the eyes itself are a firmament, you know. Like we're all looking out our own firmament, you know, and we all know that we all see reality in different ways. So why wouldn't it be that we all see the stars in different ways and we all have a different kind of, um, perception of what is in our lives and how we operate and how we see and what we can see and what we can't see. I thought that was a ball for a second there, but it's Laura walking around on the land. Um, you know, but we all kind of like um, see reality in completely different ways. And and like I said before, there's a there's a transcendental nature to the night sky, no doubt to me. And what I've noticed is that what we found is that when we were moving and we operating in a certain um, elements with emotional wounds. Um, We've seen a lot of shooting stars and shooting stars were flashing and blinking and communicating with us energetically in our soul. So it's leading me to believe that, I mean, I've spoke about this many times and that, you know, I'm leaning, I'm not leaning, I know that it's a transcendental up there. But the more that I'm operating in that way, the more other elements are starting to pop up, you know, like with the shooting stars and things like that, you know. Um, it's not the rhetoric that we've been told. It's something much different. And I still don't understand fully what it is and how it interacts with us, but it's definitely something to do with the emotional plane. You know, it's all about, like, um, where we're at emotionally. It's where our it's where our souls are at, you know. And I think the more we develop ourselves and the more we do these own experiments where you, like, kind of, like, operate from your heart and from your centre and you communicate to the stars, interesting shit happens, you know. Like, a lot of people talk about how um, it's good to kind of like do mantras and speak to the, and call upon the sun and the moon and things like that, which is really interesting. Um, Infinite Corridor said, I had a transcendental experience yesterday, a practice in one of Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditation. It was life-changing. That's cool. By the way, has anyone out there seen uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditation? I can't remember what it's called. I wish I could shout with Laura now. Laura knows what it is. But um, there's a funny, really funny, Dr. Joe Dispenza's got a hilarious um, guided meditation. And uh, Laura put it on. I just couldn't take it seriously. It was hilarious. Um, he was like, kind of like, um, his voice, he was like, take the ride. 
take the ride. Oh, can you take the ride? <laughs> it was hilarious. And I think what he was talking about was kind of like taking the ride with inside of the self. But it just sounded, my kind of dirty mind, it sounded really funny. He was like, take the ride. Take the ride. <laughs> Are you ready to ride the Kundalini snake? Take the ride. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um, Kerry said, "Got a really good question." Kerry said, "How uh, do you uh, do? You have any tips on how to surrender in your daily life?" Yeah. Um, for me, I think it's just a daily practice. You know, it's not something that's going to be overcome like just by kind of like. I don't think there's like a six-step guide to to um, to, um, to how to surrender to how to surrender to God, how to surrender the universe. It's just a process. I feel, and I think it's just kind of what I, what I find is that the more I think that's why kind of like them moments of like of the divine, you know, like them the big metaphysical windows that we get every now and again. And I know like um, for me, I've kind of like I, my just my own personal journey. I, I've operated in that more and more, like as I've developed myself and I'm more in that place. But I think what I found like early on when I was kind of early on in my journey, and I'm, I know I'm still early in my journey, but I'm, it's language. <laughs> but as I was developing myself. I would get them kind of like them quick blasts of kind of like the, the, the divine, you know, I would have that big metaphysical experience and it would be that reminder and it would last like two weeks or three weeks. And I find that that really helps, you know, like the more that you kind of, you, the more that you kind of keep working on your soul, you, that kind of, that space of the divine gets larger and larger and it, it fills you up more and more, you know, and I think that, and that's what it's about. I think the more you fill yourself up, um, and not with, not with uh, Joe Dispenza's, uh, um, meditation <laughs> but the more you fill yourself up with the divine you uh it allows you to, to surrender a lot more that's what i find and i just wanted to speak about as well because um i had a wild dream the other night which was uh, interesting as well talking in relationship to the sun and the moon which i thought was wild and i shared this in, in the mastermind group a little bit and i wanted to dive in a bit more but um in relationship to kind of like the the dream that i had um so as you know like we're all working on different emotions and i really feel like i've spoke about this many times but not to go too deep but i really feel like the dream realm is heavily linked with our emotional state you know it's about bringing the subconscious to the light and when we dream it on a night time you know whether that we're in the spirit realm or whether where we're at it's it's we're working on that part of ourselves you know we're working on the the unconscious and bringing the unconscious to light like sigmund freud and carl jung used to speak about and i had this dream where um where basically it was quite wild because on the night time we've been like sleeping with the doors open because it's so hot at the moment. So we kind of sleep with the doors open and we can just like look at the night sky. And, and that's been bringing up a lot of interesting experiences too. And uh, what happened on this one night in particular is, um, you know, I thought I was I thought I was in the, the, the waking state, but I was still in the sleep state once I, after I found out. But I was looking up at the, um, at the moon. I thought I'd, w- I'd woken from like the sleep state in the middle of the night. I looked out to the night sky and I seen the moon and the moon was kind of like shimmering very differently and it came and it was like um, started to kind of like come towards us and it actually the moon came all the way into my bed so actually in to some degree I actually slept with the moon in the in bed with us and I slept with the sun as well and I suppose Laura did also as well so we kind of had a, like we kind of had like a little bit of a foursome in bed <laughs> but um the the moon like I put my hand out and the moon came all the way to my hand and then I put out my other hand and the sun came to my other hand and came in my other hand 
came in me other hand. <laughs> Where's this podcast going? It came. <laughs> it manifested to my hand. <laughs> and uh, what ended up happening was is um, what the, the emotional lesson I got from it was all about. I was working on, in my sleep state, I was working on a, um, an emotion around balancing the two different hemispheres, balancing the feminine and the masculine within inside of us. You know, driving forward and when it's time to kind of honour the feminine, when it's time to honour the masculine. And um, I thought it was a really interesting experience where kind of the dream kind of brought the, the two elements because the the moon, to me, my understanding is the moon is, and this has been validated through a lot of metaphysical experiences, the moon symbolizes the, the feminine and the masculine, the, the sun um, symbolizes the, the masculine. And um, a lot of teachings also kind of like speak to that to some degree too as well. Um, uh Infinite Corridor says, which meditation specifically and what happened? Oh, are you speaking to someone else there? Sorry, I thought you were speaking to the Joe Dispenza one with the Kundalini snake. <laughs> it's a funny, it is a funny one. Ride the wave, ride the ride, take take the ride. Are you ready to take the ride? <laughs> but I, I do think like, um, it's interesting because when, even when it comes to the work of Joe Dispenza, and I think, I also think as well, like, you know, Joe Dispenza is kind of like, for for the mainstream, Joe Dispenza is like kind of on that cutting edge of of consciousness in in regards to the mainstream, um, and he does a good job of kind of serving that bridge between the placebo effect and how we can heal our bodies. Um, but it's obviously much larger than that, you know. I think it's more about, you know, it's more about the emotional state. You know, I think the it's obviously important to change your environment because obviously that does things to you in different ways. But I think it's it's a lot deeper than that. You know, it's it's more about the emotional state and how you heal yourself. Um, and I know Joe Dispenza does a, a great purpose because he got me onto the journey of healing and understanding that process and how we are like kind of our, um, how we are in control of our own internal, our own physical bodies through our internal worlds. Uh, and it's it's really important stuff. But I do think like, um, and I don't think this, I know this, it's all about the, the, it's all about the emotional plane, you know. And I think that's where kind of like health and disease comes from 100%. And um, one of the other big things I wanted to speak about was um, in relationship to what I was speaking about before, about kind of like forming that connection, was one of the things we've been doing a lot, me and Laura, is praying. And we've been found finding huge, like, like when I said before, speaking about how kind of like surrendering the universe, because I think we in our lives, you know, we, there's that kind of like, and I've been in this camp before too as well, and I'm just changing my understanding now because that's what I'm doing. I'm staying humble and open. And I'm always changing my perspective. But you know that camp of where like, we you know, we are like, we are like kind of um, like to some degree this is true, but it's not f- fully true. You know, where like the the new age kind of spiritual community talks about how kind of like you know like the whole universe is coming from within you, which it is to some degree, but like there is also something higher that is kind of like that can take the weight of like of of like of who we are and our souls. You know, like there is kind of like um, something more higher than ourselves, and um, I think what I found is that when you pray and when you pray to that all the the almighty whatever you want to call it you pray to god as i call it you know it does something to you and it's it's like um like the more that i've been honoring that practice especially in the night time i've made it a practice now where on a night time you know i'll speak to god and i'll give me gratitude and i'll pray for others and um it really does something really beautiful and you have some really powerful moments so i definitely recommend for people to kind of like you know to 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 move to move into that energy you know and uh and it's interesting because, like, I think as well, like, and I've said this many times before, but that's why, like, I keep reaffirming again and again, and I know this triggers a lot of people, but when I speak about, like, kind of, like, like the 
the more as you can see my development as like the more like I'm moving more into the metaphysical as I do so it starts revealing certain different tendencies about the physical implications of this of this realm and kind of like what we've been told and what we haven't been told and that's why I kind of like like when I I know like I get a lot of lash lashback and a lot of people like send emails and things and saying like you know like the, the world's not metaphysical or they'll say like for example it's we ha- we did go to the moon you know that kind of like rhetoric like when I view kind of like when I view that other way of thinking now, it kind of like the only way I can describe it is like it's like kind of like the devil is kind of um, is like kind of like feeding people like loads of goo, you know, like feeding them goo, and everyone's just like lapping it up and just going like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense, it makes sense, it definitely makes sense, it definitely makes sense. Thanks, thanks, Dad, it makes sense. <laughs> and and I think like for so long we've been like we've been fed a lot of that kind of that metaphysical goo, and I think it is all about kind of like you know, taking us away from our center to some degree and not allowing us to kind of observe reality as how it truly is. Because when you disrupt that, like like I said, when you're having them bad days, you know, you're not, um, it's easy to just kind of like to, to, to be in that mechanistic mind where you're kind of like, you see everyone as your enemy or see everyone as a, like, see everyone from that physical mechanistic approach but when you have that connection to the divine you know you want to sort things out you know you want to operate from the higher mind you don't want to be horrible to people and i think this is all kind of plays in this kind of like in this kind of this big soup that we've been presented with you know these this physical things that are the the physical um spells that have been cast you know affect the metaphysical world with inside of ourselves and um and i think something beautiful happens when you start kind of you know look operating from that transcendental approach to, to reality 100% in my opinion um uh, intense uh, infinite corridors are speaking about meditation he was speaking about and he says i never knew it was possible to feel something as intense as that experience was beyond anything i'd ever experienced before and it in a wonderful way yeah i love that it's like and in in, in in them moments as well like that's what i was speaking about before you know their moments are really important and, and we can I know a lot of people obviously access that place through psychedelics. You know, psychedelics sometimes give you that that window into that place, but them can be accessed at all times. You know, I've found like on my journey that when I am in the flow and I am like moving into something, this is why I always speak about how there's different ways of operating in reality right now. There's like the the mechanistic approach where you feel like everything's just like a like kind of like a like um, a more of a mechanistic turning up in your life, then you have this other way where deja vu synchronicities come into play. Because lately, like when 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 I'm in, when I've been in this journey where I'm at now, you know, I've I've I already know that I've dreamt about where I am now, and the deja vu's are just syncing up like left, right, and center. You know, like hit getting triple and quadruple deja vu's where it's just like bang, bang, bang hitting you from all angles, and um, and I feel like like them kind of like them moments what infinite corridors was talking about before um you know it allows you to kind of it peaks you over that veil to some degree and it, it shows you kind of like like um it it knocks you out of the kind of like your ordinary state of perception and makes you realize like you know it makes you see beyond the bullshit to some degree you know like i i remember when um when i was in my, my old old job for example um there would be times when i was in my old job and i was having like these experiences where the energy was flushing through my body and it allowed you to kind of like operate in them spaces a lot more different, you know, it allowed you to operate in the matrix very differently and you allowed us to, to feel things and see things in different ways. And the more you develop that, you know, that, that strengthens, it's like a muscle, you know, and you get to operate in different ways. You get to kind of like, 
see things before they even happen you know like you get a and i'm not saying like like because someone's right now is gonna be like saying that's bullshit you know and i'm not talking about like you can put the lottery numbers on it doesn't work like that i'm talking about like you get to kind of like move through reality um into the correct places that you're meant to move you know it's not like saying oh tonight i'm going to put the lottery numbers on and i'm going to win the lottery um it's not like that you know it's like it's more of like kind of a divine nature you know you get to operate um like in reality kind of like like in sync with kind of like in in with the divine you know like god presents to you things that you need to work on and as you work through them you know like you start operating and moving through the spheres like more kind of uh, it's hard to describe this through language i'm not doing a very good justice of this right now but it's like we have our own internal spheres you know just like you know like um i've, I've spoke about this before but um there's like a beautiful diagram and the, the, the name slipped my mind right now what it's called but there's a beautiful diagram kind of um, speaking to this you know like um, speaking about all the different physical planes of existence that like the sanskrit teachings talked about also the yuga cycles and things like that about these different planes of existence that reside all around us you know we have the physical density then around us are all these different metaphysical realms and and it's kind of ties all into the emotional stuff it ties into kind of like um like a uh, like the awakening and consciousness if you want to call that word even though i don't like that but as we kind of move through our emotional state you know we get access to these different spheres and places of existence and that's what's going on you know that's why kind of like that's why some people in their lives can't get to certain places and they can't carry out certain things it's not that they can't get there it's that their internal worlds won't allow them to go there and operate in that way you know it's like for example when you're doing certain things in your life, certain people around you, you know, you find like, for example, you show someone something, you know, they can't see it, they can't get it. It's because it's all about the spheres within inside themselves. And it's not about saying that I'm better than them because there's always someone who's kind of like, um, you know, there's always someone who's kind of more advanced than you. It's not about that, but it's just about honoring where you're at and understanding that there's always be humble that there's always more to see and there's things that you can't see like that's the nature of like when, when we have them big metaphysical experiences you know they take it to the edge of the self where they kind of like show you what you can't see and they're like the blast open you like the doors of perception and you have a peek through and you're like ah i was doing this wrong here i was an arsehole here this is the higher path that i need to walk and um as their moments become more and more and more you know you you the physical reality matches to the metaphysical reality and that's why, like, what me and Laura's recognised, like, when we're on the land and, and when how we're operating is that we're, you know, we're getting what we deserve, you know, we're like, and I'm not saying that in a way and that might offend people right now and people are like, how, how dare you? Like, I'm living a shitty life, you know, like, or, or and I'm not saying, or I, I can't get that, I can't do this because it does trigger people and we found that a lot. But what, you know, this, like, and there's more for us to get too as well we know there's more for us to get and when we feel like more that we work on ourselves emotionally we feel that coming to us you know and i'm not saying like how we live is the measure of like what's good and what's not but it is for our journey because we felt it and we feel what we're moving into um but what i'm speaking to is that in our own individual lives the more that we kind of like iron out them certain aspects within us there's always more for us to get you know anyone can get it you know uh, and i think it it, it all it comes from all angles you know it's like from it's like from it's and i think it starts in my opinion from like from moving into that place what i've just been trying to describe through the whole through this whole uh, start of this live you know mm. infinite corridors also said um 
I never knew it was possible. Uh, no, sorry, I've just read that before. <laughs> he says, oh, if I remember correctly, it's called Blessing of the Energy Centers. He has several different guided meditations, and that one was beautiful. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I, one of the um, things that I've um, done before, it's really cool. It's a, there's a there's a sound, there's this mantra meditation, and I think it's called the... Um, oh, it slipped my mind tonight. Um, I've got some brain, I think, tonight, but... Um, it's kind of like a mantra where you speak to the different chakras, like where you call upon the chakras. So it's like Lam, Ram, Ham, Yam. And I think there's something really interesting when you like call upon the energy centers within your body. So that meditation probably did that, as you as you mentioned. Um, Infinite Corridor says, I really appreciate this channel and what you're doing here. You're helping lots of people. Appreciate that. Thanks for the love. I appreciate you too as well. Um, I kind of, I kind of get something back from you too as well, you know. I feel it makes me feel like I'm not the the only crazy one in the room too. <laughs> a class is a crazy one. Um, Jarrow said it's amazing to see um, where you we and Laura live and you live. Uh, it's a, living with Laura. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, thank you for the message. It's hitting home. Um, it's good to see that these things are a value, you know. Like it's good, it's good, it's good to see, you know. Um, and that's where I, I turn up to some degree, you know, as well. Like, I turn up because I know it adds value. Like, there's times, like, for example, today where... Like, today, for example, I've, like, been working on the... Like, doing work, doing stuff all day, you know. And um, and in the podcast, you know, the podcast itself, like, it's not no stranger to anyone. It doesn't... It doesn't pay well, you know. It doesn't, like... It doesn't make, a, 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 a like, a substantial income, you know. Um, anyone who does anything in, like, creative work will find that it's a, it's a hard road, you know, like, doing something that you, doing something that you love is a, is a hard road, and it takes a lot of effort, and, um, like, when I was kind of, like, today, one of the things I was feeling into, you know, like, um, you know, I'm in no position where, like, I have to turn up to the podcast, you know, but I was, like, tuning into things and feeling things out, and it's, like, them, them, like, knowing, like, having that peace inside of us, that I know that these conversations, you know, they help people, and I know that that's of service, and I know that, like, I know that I need to like to continue to do so because, um, and, and share like things, truths, and share lessons that I, that that I find, you know, because I think it it really does help people, and and sometimes like people might call it crazy and stuff, but I'll always just honour where I'm I'm at. That's all. I'll always do that. I might be wrong, but I'll always honour my current truth, and I promise I'll always do that. Um. Um. Crypto Ryan Ryan said, "When you're tuned in, things synchronize and unlock our greatness, hundred percent." And I think as well, like it does that to kind of to give you that confirmation that it's going that way, you know. And I think it sometimes uses the physical to do that, you know. It'll kind of give you things in your game, um, and it's not about this, you know. It's more about love because sometimes the universal. What I found is that sometimes God will actually also take things away from you to teach you lessons too, you know, and teach you deeper truths. Um, and that's one of the things that me and Laura's been kind of like feeling into a lot lately is like we've been seeing how everything's going so well and we've been thinking like well what's going to go wrong you know like so there's that all stack consciousness as well and that's kind of a disease to some degree too as well you know like thinking what is when things are going wrong there's wounds to be felt into there you know like waiting for something to go wrong because there is addictive nature to things going wrong you know there's like an adrenaline response in that I felt that um, quite a lot of the time is like when everything's going r well a lot of people kind of and me included I've felt in this before I start looking around and I'm like well what's going to go wrong because we're addicted to that cycle you know it's like a kind of like a, an it's like an adrenaline thing to some degree where we kind of like addicted to that element of like oh what's going to go wrong now can this be can this be can, can this be going right all the time but it can you know we all deserve that you know it can go right at all times and I imagine what I what I do imagine is that like 
that 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 place that Garden of Eden is that place you know that place where everything is fruitful you know everything is completely aligned and abundant at all times you know you don't even have to think about stuff the things them like as Carrie said before the more you surrender they just turn up and it, it really is um and uh, also as well just a segue as well um I know. Uh, I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna. I'll read that. I'll read that over Kerry's in a minute. But I was just gonna say I was gonna segue into Kerry's because I seen a flash up there. Um, I'll read this one first. Jarrow said, "I'm not tuned in." Then I have been tuned in. I called it on, but then it was about me being greater. I feel connection of all love, no limits. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, another good word for it is bird dog. I've never heard of that before. Um. Kerry said, I'm curious to know how do you deal with others being triggered by your new life? Um, eh, just like anything, it's always teaching, you know, like seeing it as a teaching lesson, you know, um, and seeing what I find as well is that what I really do find is that when I like there's like I've developed this part of us a lot. But when you kind of like faced with that a lot of the times and like Laura was kind of um, we me and Laura were feeling into this today as well, which is interesting. Because um, it's the nature of like when you when we found us when we do a vlog and you the more eyes you get in front of, it, this comes at you even more. You know, it's like it's part of like the blessing and the curse. You get a lot of love, but you also get a lot of hate. And um, it's kind of watching what that does to you when it comes into your soul. I think that's really important because you know in the past I would get triggered. You know, like I mean in the past there was been times where, for example, like one of the things I always think about is that we're living in a very interesting world right now where people are willing to kind of like shit on you and comments because they're behind a like a, a youtube character or the behind a youtube handler because they're not in front of you you know like they're not in front of you in the physical like i don't get anyone in the physical realm come up to us and want to punch us in the face or talk to us in a nasty way but something's very different on youtube you know like something's very different on when you put yourself out on social media people believe that they can hide behind veils and they can do to some degree and they have kind of like in the and that's like the nature of the gamma you know they have no repercussions to that like for example where i where i grew up in the world you wouldn't dare speak to someone like that because you would get that would get ironed out right there and there you know you'd get taught a lesson and to some degree the way the world's moving we don't have that ironing out um where like where the the nature of the gamma doesn't get ironed out you know they don't get taught a lesson they don't get a smack in the balls you know they don't get a smack in the face and that's not the right thing to do but i'm just saying that that's not there anymore you know like um a lot of my life i was kind of like i was forged through that you know like if you called someone out or someone called you out you deal with it there and then you know you don't kind of like you don't go like like you don't stay behind a computer screen and be like oh how dare you and, and speak like that you know you sort it out there and then but that's not the right thing to do so to answer your question kerry one of the things that we do now and how we operate now is that we kind of um when these things come into our in our energy what we do is is we feel how like especially you can sometimes you can specifically speak to what it's what they're seeing and don't get us wrong there's a lot of um, people who there's a lot of like lost people who really do are really hurting and really suffering and they want to try and push that pain on you but what you've got to do is you can't allow that in there you know you've got to kind of put up your blocks you can't allow it in there you've got to understand that people are really suffering and there's a lot of people who just want to you know what what we do in our lives when we're better in ourselves it hurts people like it really does like it actually physically hurts them and i'm sure you found that you know like when you're better in yourself sometimes people it hurts them they can't even be around you you know i've had this in my life people have got to let you go because it hurts them so much it triggers them and there's nothing wrong with that you know you've got to 
respect that and you've got to be loving to that too to some degree too as well it's not their journey it's not their path and also you have they have to honor you have to be loving and honor where they're at and um honor where that they're in the journey but what we do is is that we kind of when them when them things come into us we feel in our own souls like what we we feel how it feels so like for example if someone's acting acting like a dick to you or someone's like um trying to say something to you when it comes in you feel inside what is it permeating you know like what what is it doing like allow the feeling the sensation to come into you and see what it's doing see what what it moves inside of you and a lot of the time as i found the more that you heal things in you it doesn't get in there the more that you heal it doesn't get in there and i think that's what it's about you know it's kind of like um it's like um the way i describe this is like our whole body's an aura like the whole our whole energy field's an aura and through our emotional wounds when triggers come in and when people say things negatively they can only get in there if you're not strong in your aura if they're not if you're not strong emotionally if you haven't got that wound and once you move through them wounds they can't get in there anymore now you know you see them completely different and that's why you don't interact with them like a dick you know you don't send them here you send them love you know you send them um you send them love but you send them on the way and um, you don't have to take that in. You don't have to listen to them. It's all about developing emotional intelligence. And I know, like, obviously, all of us are um, are doing that. You know, we're all like developing that part of ourselves. And it's a re- that was a really good question, Kerry, because this is like something that that I'm constantly developing right now. Like, I'm developing like that ability to kind of like to to know when to put boundaries up and also when to kind of own my own stuff versus when it's other people's. And it's a really important thing, but I would always just say it reiterate again because I think it's really important because we're living in a world now where this, the world's full of this now where we're always getting hit with certain stuff where people saying like, oh, look at you doing this. You're out of balance here, like calling upon you. Take it back to your center and just feel what that what that does to you, where it hits inside you. And if it triggers you, there's something that you need to heal inside you. And if it doesn't trigger anything inside you, and, it trigger, and, 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 and a lot of the times the triggers will be you kind of responding like aggressively back to them and i've done that loads of times where you want to kind of like get pulled into that energy suck too but it is an energy suck and actually we we had a lot of these today like we had so many of these coming our way today like so many like it's unbelievable if i could show you physically how many we get these on a daily basis and we get a lot of we get a lot of love but we also get a lot of hate and um what we found is that we can transmute that energy very fast now in a, in, in a positively in a manifesting what we want by sending it love working on that wound that they show because a lot of the time what we found is that the darkness when the darkness comes in it actually shows you um that when the darkness comes in it propels you forward even further because it shows you what you need to heal and what you need to work on and i think that's a beautiful way of looking at the hate um and spinning it on itself and actually you know the more here you get the more it comes in the more you can feel into things and iron it out and move forward and we found that when we've been feeling it that way things have been manifesting even even faster so it's a great way to to um, to, to to kind of like the to, to summon the darkness to some degree you know because the, every, it's like what we've just went through over the last few years the darkness comes into the world and it tries to press the human down and naturally the human wants to come up you know it's like a ball underneath water it's the same thing you know it takes you it co- as it comes in you know I don't know if that's a good example, but I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> but anyway, I think you get what I'm what I'm talking about. I'm rambling a bit now. 
Kerry said, thanks, yeah. It's about what's going on with the, within them, how they feel about themselves. It's definitely feeling like I've gone deeper into this recently. Yeah, 100%. And that's what we're still we're still navigating, you know. We really are navigating it. Um, and Kerry also said, yeah, that's great. When you send love back, think it's a kind kind of cancels their energy out. Yeah, it does. It, they, it's funny because like, um, they don't know what to do with it, you know. They really don't know what to do with it. Like, I've had that loads of occasions where like kind of someone does that and... Um, you know, you really, truly, from a, not just doing it from like, because you can also do this very manipulatively too as well, because I've felt that within me too. But when you really honour, like, um, like honour this, and you kind of like do it in a way that is coming from a place of love, and you really do send them love, um, you know, you, you, they don't know what to do with it, you know. It's like it kind of hits them in certain ways where it's like, like they want that cortisol, you know. They want that adrenaline, you know. Like the nature of the gamma is, the gamma kind of wants that once you to be pulled in you know it's like for example sometimes like in the comments like that's why in the world now like people get more and more crazy and they say more crazy stuff because they just want to be noticed you know like the the nature of like the gamma is that it wants to kind of pull you in you know it wants you to kind of like go look at me look at me look at me like look i'm over here look at us look at us um but a lot of the time it's like it's a it's like the what they're really trying to say is like they're saying look at me daddy you know look at me mommy because it's like it all comes from a wound, you know. Like when someone's screaming like that, and like you see these kind of like these feminist movements and things like that as well. To take it to that, to give you an example, like when people are screaming in your face and they're just screaming and they're shouting, and they're getting more and more crazier. You know, it's all about like, look at me, look at me. And that happened with what we've just gone through over the last few years with the protests. You know, like a lot of the people who call quote unquote like doing these protests and stuff. When they're screaming at the police and they're screaming at like government buildings and things like that you know you it's like you're screaming it's like deep traumas you know like to your mommy and daddy and a lot of things need work done you know because there's 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 much more cleaner ways of operating and dealing with that energy you know there's much more clever ways like like for example like the true the, the true greater way instead of like kind of all the protests like the, the canadian trucker protests and stuff like that you know like what have they really done they've done nothing you know and i know that triggers people um and I'm still there's still parts of me that's undecided on these movements. Like, is there an importance to protesting? But I feel like there's greater protests that can be done. You know, that energy can be transmuted and put into other things. It can be put into like growing your own foods. It can be put into uh, working on a skill. You know, things that are in your control. You know, and not asking someone else to give that back. Um. So, but that's that's going on a rant again anyway. <laughs> uh, Jaro said, Dan, when I say love, that wasn't the form of love. That most humans say, which simply means attraction, attachment, and and want. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, but yeah, that's but that's what I was trying to say, and that's one of the things like to one one of the things that um one of the th- things that I kind of like I've noticed that when you do start moving into this way and you start operating in that way, you know things just start turning up for you, and that's that's a, that's a part of it. Jarrow said you need to take out. The fly more on that grass behind you. Fly more. I'm not sure what you mean by that. <laughs> fly more. I might, might be missing that. Sometimes I've got a bit of a dyslexia. I can't even see him say the word. That's the thing. You create a word and you can't even see it. I call it dyslexia. <laughs> it's a form of dyslexia. <laughs> I think the guy who ever who created that word is a dick. Because <laughs> I can't see it. He says fly more is a lawnmower. Oh, the grass here, you'll need to take it out. Yeah, the grass is already starting to to get longer. That's the nature of, 
the the land it's like the grass just starts going up and up you know <laughs> it's all a part of the winning battle you do one job while the grass is growing <laughs> um <laughs> bird dog says we're all being quiet now no attention seekers here yeah that definitely maybe that's a blessing and a curse i kind of want some interaction <laughs> but at the same time it's like people are, like don't want to be attention seekers but i think it's kind of like it's learning it's like it's not about like kind of always being an attention seeker it's like people aren't just because people are speaking up isn't about attention seekers there's different forms to that you know we can like we can read that in different ways and it's funny what you said like but we are like we, we, we read it in different ways you know it's like it's all about understanding when is the time to speak up and when is the time to not and that's one thing I need to learn more of as well, you know, like sometimes I need to kind of like, like even for example, like sometimes I felt that pulling me just, just sometimes just to do a podcast because I feel like I want to turn up and do a podcast without actually feeling like what is it I want to say? Like, is it coming from something new I've learned? And it's just a process, you know, um, to kind of, to figure that out. Like when is it time to speak up? When is it time to, to, to not speak? And it's learning like when, like also in our lives, like, we're all around people, you know, learning when allow other people's energies to come forward and, and be present and when my energy needs to be on the back burner. And I'm always learning learning that too, you know, like when am I speaking too much? Uh, Dave says, get a goat and call it Flymo. Yeah, that's a good name. I might have, that's one thing is we might actually have to get a, might have to get some goats for sure. I might get a couple of donkeys as well because donkeys are good grass cutters as well. Um, but animals are definitely animals are definitely on the cards next like that's one of the next things that we want to move into you know we want to kind of like start um getting some animals you know get some chickens uh move into that energy and feel how that feels you know um it's it's interesting like because I'm, I'm really excited to kind of like to move into that energy and, and like and learn from that you know and see what comes up emotionally because right now at the moment of my journey now i'm not eating any um animal products but i definitely want to get chickens and i want to move into that energy again and see how it feels and I just want to keep like moving in all these different elements and just see how they feel you know I want to be able to kind of like get some animals and just see what happens emotionally you know like do you get attached to them because a lot of people say that you get attached to animals you know and you don't want to kind of kill the animal or move into that move into that way of being um, but right now at the moment as I've said before you know I'm I'm eating a diet that's not of animal products and I'm seeing how I feel um, and Laura's gone the opposite way. She's moved out of that and she's eaten meats again. And she's trying to see how, how it's feeling. It's all it's just all about learning. It's just a process. And that's why I kind of like to some degree, it's why, um, that's why I, I feel like it's important to be open and humble on the journey because and not kind of like box yourself into a certain dogma because when people do that, they don't give them any, self, any room to, to, to move. And there's nothing worse than when someone's screaming like, you need to do this or I need to do that. We're all on our own individual journeys and we need to learn you know and um especially when people say like oh you can't be spiritual if you do this or do that you know it's just you've got to try and be humble and i know i've been guilty of that in the past but i'm, I'm trying to learn um jaro said i find it odd that chickens have a pecking order they seem so lovely and free yeah it's not and chickens are interesting chickens also as well just to go on a funny rant as well chickens also um chickens vaginas are also like mazes which is interesting because of the rape culture and um and, and sorry it's not chickens i think it's ducks might be wrong with that it's ducks i think ducks like to <laughs> yeah it might sounds a bit right ducks like to what rhymes with duck 
and um, but the, the the ducks females vaginas have developed in a way like a maze because they used to get like used to come under a lot of like rape by rapes by um by the men ducks men ducks so now the ducks female if you look this up online it's true the ducks penises are shaped like proper like a like a ziggly ziggly zaggly um wiggly um pencil <laughs> which is which is funny <laughs> uh, les says um um, all my chickens have names, um, and they produce two hundred eighty eggs per per year. Help prepare and fertilize the ground. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. Also, chickens as well. Like what we found is our chickens kind of like um, they get rid of a lot of the like they take out a lot of the other insects, you know, on the land and stuff that cause problems and things like that. So that's really cool. And I'm look I'm looking forward to kind of getting some chickens and moving into that energy. I really am. Cheryl um, said Laura's a beautiful woman, but she jumps into ice cold lakes be careful dan yeah <laughs> yeah she does she definitely jumps in ice cold lakes more than me but there's not many ice cold lakes in portugal at the moment <laughs> all the lakes are boiling hot that's for sure yeah uh, the bodies of water are just like a warm bath compared to the northeast but uh yeah it's always good to have a woman sometimes or who uh who likes to who who's a big bit uh um, from time to time is a, is a kind of like takes risks and does a couple of crazy stuff keeps you in check you know when I'm being a pussy, it keeps me in check. When I don't want to jump in the cold water, I've got you've got to when the feminine jumps in. You can't like let the woman jump in but in the water by herself. The man has to jump in too. <laughs> um Crypto Run says challenging paradigms and not trading one paradigm for another. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly what I was trying to say, you know. Because we'll all go through paradigm shifts, you know, it's like being humble. Like how many times in our journey have we changed our minds? At different times like i've done it all the time like i'll have a perspective about something and i know we're passionate you know like people are passionate and they want to be like oh you know you've got to do this to do this and stuff like that but it's just you've got to like be humble and be like you know things can change because things can change very fast and that's 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 the nature of the path you've got to be open and willing for change things for change change quick uh quick um but dog said chicks man <laughs> yeah Sometimes I do feel like women are from a different planet, though. <laughs> Laurel killers on that one, <laughs> but I'm sure she would admit that men are from another planet too. Not another planet, maybe because, like I said, the planets aren't real, you know. <laughs> from another, um, not even from another solar solar system, because the solar system's not real either. From another paradigm, let's say that, or from another dimension, or from another sphere. <laughs> um. If anyone wants another one more question, maybe I'll dive into one more question. Um, I, th I think I've really said what I want to say, so maybe that's what I need to say. It says it also says the connection is starting to go unstable as well, so maybe that's a sign. It's starting to get a little bit dark here now as well. Um, but I think in the next in the next podcast, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna be doing as well is I'm gonna be doing the podcast with Clara. I really want to dive into some really cool stuff with Clara. Uh, I had a conversation with her the other night on on um, WhatsApp. For some reason, the podcast because the podcast went down. Me and Clara still got to talk for a few hours, and we could have recorded it. It was like an amazing podcast, and we spoke for a few hours, and we're talking about some cool stuff. So, try and get get some of that back on the on the stream, and we'll dive into some of the gravy, because it always brings out different elements when you bring different people on. So, I want to start trying to do that a bit more, like trying to bring on the right people to like dive into some really cool stuff. And uh, I want to start with Clara. So, Clara will be the first one I'm going to bring back on and just speak speak about. And um, just mix it up a little bit, you know, and see what see what comes to the surface. But anyway, I think I'm going to leave it there. Um, thanks for everyone for turning up. And um, like I see, it should be next week sometime that I'll do the I'll do an all live with Clara, and we'll dive into some deep stuff for sure. Um, 
and uh, we'll see where we'll see where it goes. But anyway, I love you all. Have a good one wherever you are. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, I'll catch you um, very soon in the next one, whenever that is. Have a good one. Big love. Love you all. Oh, oh.